Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. App. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, the Chiefs getting set to take on the Tennessee Titans Sunday night out at Arrowhead. Our pregame coverage with our sister station, 106.5 The Wolf, over on the Chiefs radio network begins at 4 o'clock. We still don't know for sure who the starting quarterback will be for the Tennessee Titans. Should get that news later on this afternoon. Ryan Tannehill has not been practicing. It was limited, in fact. Uh, Malik Willis got the start last week. Could he be starting again on Sunday? Certainly a possibility. We'll hear from Andy Reid one hour from now right here on 610 Sports Radio. Chiefs practice underway, and then uh, Andy will speak after that. Oh. Oh, no, 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 that's not. That was a Cody right there. No, 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 no that's that not was what a happened. Cody. That was a Cody. No, that's not what happened. Uh, the button got stuck. Oh, the button stuck, got jammed. So we should, oh. honestly, we should, uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We should call engineering because that's mm-hmm. that's actually not pretty cool. sure that was all you. No, that's that's yeah. Somebody <laughs> should look into that because uh-huh. we don't want that no. to continue happening. You can blame it on me, Nick. It's good. Uh, Kansas gets the win <laughs> over Pitt State last night. They were down twenty to six. The freak out. I got multiple text. Multiple text. Are you watching what's going on? Uh, no, I did not watch a single second of that. There was Game Five of the World Series. And there was a Thursday night football game on. I did not watch the exhibition game that I'm guessing KU ended up winning by 30 anyway. Why did you give me a hard time for... You were on my show last night. Yeah, and I came on during the, the Kansas game. And I you know. Get, you made fun of me because I was watching the game. Yes, I did. You at least have an excuse. You're the host of the popular named podcast, Wave in the Wheat. Yeah, they were down by 15 points at one point, but uh, then went on... Uh, I think it was 12 and out. Then it was 21 to six. They ended up winning 94 to 63. Jalen Wilson, like you, you like 23 saw? points. Grady Dick, 20 points. That is a smooth stroke there from Dick. So I think okay. that is going to pay dividends. What? He's got a pure jumper. So it's, you like what you saw? From, yeah, it's wet. You like what you saw from He's Dick wetty. last night? He's wetty. He's wetty, man. Hmm. I mean, he knows how to let it. He knows how to let it go. So uh, I think that kid could be a, a budding star. Over in Lawrence, first original, uh, first uh, regular season game coming next week. So, do you guys only have one TV? Uh, I was yeah, doing in my a house. Re- yeah, so I was on the air here. What? Do you only have one TV? Well, in my living room. You don't have a two TV setup. What's the matter with you? I don't know. During March Madness, I go with I get the three TVs. I bring them all in the living room. Yeah, you got to do so. Just on a general day, you have to have in normal time a video game TV. I was locked in, man. I don't need two games going at once. I was fully focused on the Jayhawks and the Gorillas. You don't even care about your job. Last night, though, World Series was fantastic. So that's that's why I wasn't paying as much attention there. You forgot to mention, though, that your other favorite school, Missouri Tigers, were also in action last night. Nick, not going to give them any love. I didn't forget to mention. They won 89-61 over Washington, St. Louis, uh, last night in their exhibition game, as a matter of fact. Thinking of the World Series, that's where we'll go next on What's Trending. Game six tomorrow night in Houston. The Astros have a 3-2 lead in the series. They are now minus 500 favorites to win the World Series. Justin Verlander finally has himself a win in a World Series game as the starter. A really fun, entertaining game last night. The Astros have quickly turned this series in the opposite direction, and uh, I think they're going to wrap this thing up tomorrow night 
at Minute Maid Park. And lastly, on what's trending, some college football action going down. Uh, some interesting games here from the local teams. Kansas somehow, some way, over a team that was ranked in the top 10 just a week ago, uh, depending on where you're looking, <laughs> is either a pick em or even a one-point favorite over Oklahoma State. That tells me the books are perhaps protecting themselves from the idea that Spencer Sanders may not play and that Jalen Daniels could end up playing. That would be a massive swing in quarterback play. Uh, for those two teams. Also, K-State versus Texas. Texas, I think is that last I saw, a two-and-a-half-point yep. underdog against the Wildcats. I kind of like that game. Maybe one of the uh, – Texas might be one of the games I'm uh, – Yeah, we're going to get to considering our – Considering uh, for our parlay. Five-on-three parlay. And the Missouri, actually a favorite over Kentucky, a slight favorite over the Wildcats. Yeah. So all three local teams are favorites in action on Saturday. Yeah, the, I think that Kentucky line probably has some people – like taking a deeper dive in, in what's going on there. Uh, Kentucky coming off that blowout loss to Tennessee. Now it's t- Tennessee, so I don't necessarily know if you change your opinion there. Uh, Kentucky actually, though, I was saying, Nick, because I, I last Kentucky's actually a one and a half point favorite now. They were a one and a half point. I said, yo, man, wow, that's one and a half point. And I'm yeah. seeing Texas actually being favored by two and a half now. Okay, so both those lines are moving. KU, though, you're right, one and a half point favorites up to one and a God, half. That, that line opened at five and a half for Oklahoma State. Now all the way to one and a half for the Hawks. That is what's trending here on Cody and Gold. As you can hear, uh, Nick Schwartz in for Cody Tap today. I'm Alex Gold, of course. We got Jed Marshall producing the show. And we are going to go out to Arrowhead at one o'clock to hear from Andy Reid. So we will, as you pointed out, we got a little parlay as the show will do. Five on three parlay. Uh, Jed will give us his Formerly leg. the five on five. Used to be a five on five. Then we kicked out the two listener legs in all honesty. And we actually did hit the parlay last week. Two weeks in a row? Carrington asked me if I wanted to do theirs. And no, we didn't we hit it last week. We hit it two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I'm sorry. They wanted to do something similar, and they wanted me to be part of it. And I Why said, are we they waiting had, until halfway through I the said, season we already got. It. They did one last night. I think theirs did hit, though, in fairness. I think they did one with, uh, it was CDOT, Rob, and Barber. And I believe they hit on their, I think it was Dallas Goddard, and there was like a Jalen Wait, Hurst is that pro. allowed? Is what allowed? I mean, we, we started this. I mean, a lot of people do parlays. <laughs> A lot, a lot yeah, of people do parlays. Six ten. I don't know. Three leg parlays. I, don't know, I had a same game parlay last Should night. Should we hit them with a cease and desist? I think we're all right. I think we're all right. Sean Barber, you guys think I talk betting a lot. Sean Barber now in our group chat just tells us all kinds of betting stuff, all kinds of locks. He has it on the bulletin board right behind you. He writes all his picks down. They're all heavy money line favorites every single time. Minus six fifty, minus seven hundred. Part of his uh, his parlays. Okay, I'll get a text from Barber here in just a few minutes. For sure, he's always listening. So we'll get to the we'll get to the five dollar on three uh, parlay in in just a little bit. So we remember with that Bucks game, there was a comment from Shaq Barrett, right? Shaq Barrett had the comment in which he basically laughed at the Chiefs' offensive line. He's like, "Yeah, these are the same guys from two years ago in the Super Bowl," and which was factually incorrect because other than Andrew Wiley, those guys weren't even on the team. So like, it's just a wrong comment, but also something clearly the Chiefs heard, and it got back to Kansas City. I want to play you a piece of audio that, I'll admit, it's not anywhere near the level of Shaq Barrett, but at least it's another motivating factor. So Jeffrey Simmons, who was the defensive lineman that had that dirty hit on Mahomes a year ago, so don't think Mahomes doesn't remember Jeffrey Simmons as well. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. That was the dirty hit on Mahomes in, in, the, in the loss for Kansas City last year. Well, he was on NFL Radio, Sirius XM, and he was asked – about the Chiefs, and he talked about the O-line. Listen to what he had to say. 
on on Kansas City because they do have some different wrinkles for what they're doing offensively with the new players that they've added. They we know them. They know us. They haven't changed, and honestly, we we might be missing a couple of pieces, but we haven't changed. And the same with them. You know, I, I, I see, I see, I watch tape, so I'm I'm looking at the offensive linemen that we have to play against, and I, I'm very confident that we could go out there and dominate them. So, and um, you know, I'm looking forward to the matchups up front, whoever it may be, or Thune or Trey Smith at the guard position, but. Yeah, I'm I'm very confident in our defense going out there and having a great day. Confident that they can go out and dominate. Any player should feel confident. Like it'd be weird if Jeffrey Simmons said, "Yeah, man, I'm watching tape on these uh, these Chiefs offensive linemen, and we're going to get dominated." I mean, that would that would be something. That'd be notable. It's he's not laughing at the Chiefs. He clearly knows who. They are. He actually knows who the linemen are, unlike Shaq Barrett. Yeah, Shaq Barrett thought it was the same line from two years ago. (laughs) So it's not on the same level. I understand that. But that's still something that if you're in Kansas City as a Chiefs fan, you can say, okay, I love that comment too. All right, find a way to motivate our guys because it's going to get back to them. I mean, that that's something that will get back to the Chiefs players that, hey, this is another player on our team in case you need anything. Uh, not only did we beat your ass last year, uh, but he's saying that he's going to dominate you guys. So it may sound silly and small, but like that stuff matters. You add in the bye week. You add in Mahomes acknowledging the loss from last year earlier this week, and then you mix it in with the Jeffrey Simmons comments, and I feel so confident that this game, from the get-go, the Chiefs' offensive line and the physicality is going to be there. I, I, this is the probably the first time all year I felt as confident that the Chiefs aren't going to have the slow, sluggish start with this offensive line, with the line of scrimmage. Wait, so do, you, do, do these comments by Jeffrey Simmons actually make you feel more confident in this game? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You couple it with the Mahomes stuff from earlier where he said, acknowledge that, hey, they beat our ass last year. Him saying that stands out to me too. You know, it's not a, it's not a divisional game. It's not the Bills. I get it. But this game, when, when this team did what they did to do a year ago, what, 27 to 3, I think was the score. And you have a defensive lineman that also had a dirty hit on your quarterback. Don't forget. I mean, that's the part too that we haven't talked a ton about this week, but even before Simmons comments, you don't think Patrick Mahomes remembers that who had the dirty hit on him in that game as well. You don't think that, uh, offensive, you don't think that offensive line remembers. So yeah, I, I love the fact that Simmons is talking. What is funny about it is that, when it happened with the Buccaneers, at least you could say, okay, well, the Bucs have one of the best you know, top five defenses in the NFL. They got a great front seven. They know how to pressure the quarterback. So at, at the very least, even if you didn't, even if you wanted to laugh at, at Shaq Barrett's comments and say he didn't know what he was talking about, the fact still remained that that was a good defense. The Titans are a mad defense, man. Like You better be willing to back it up because I'm looking at their stats right now. Uh, they're giving up the 29th most passing touchdowns so far this year, the 24th most yards. Uh, they got a good run defense, but that ain't going to help you all that much against the Chiefs. I don't know if you guys have watched the film that much. I know you said you watch tape, which, by the way, that's sort of a bare minimum for an NFL player. We get it. You watch tape. You know <laughs> you named two starters on the offensive line. You're an expert. But uh, you better be willing to back it up. And I would love to see the advanced analytics. We got, all, we got numbers for everything, man. Nick we got loves numbers the advanced analytics, I man. am a big metrics guy, a big analytics guy, and I would love to see the analytics on Patrick Mahomes' passer rating, Patrick Mahomes' touchdown-to-interception ratio, and his record as a starting quarterback when an opposing defender seems to take yeah. a shot oh, at them. I, yeah. I'd imagine it's pretty good. I think so. We, we just know when you're – these guys are all competitors, but we've seen how many instances of the – we can call it petty or whatever – 
you know, I think Pete Sweeney, who joined us in the 11 o'clock hour, mentioned even against the Cardinals, who were talking a little trash during the game, Mahomes is flexing. We all know about the Mitchell, the, the game where he played Mitchell Trubisky and all, like all the like all these things. Like we, we we know it matters to him. You spoiled this at the beginning of the show. I'll spoil it at the beginning okay. of this hour. The Chiefs are going to whoop this team's ass on Sunday night. <laughs> this is going to be an absolute beatdown. They do nothing well other than Derrick Henry, which, by the way, Derrick Henry, when, when Derrick Henry was at the, the height, I mean, and he's still as good as he's ever been, but when, yeah. when the Titans were at the height, it wasn't just that Derrick Henry was good. It's that Ryan Tannehill was actually making some plays. And you had A.J. Brown. Like, you had a couple other things going for you. They have, Gold, nothing else going for them. They have six passing touchdowns in seven games. Are you kidding me? Their second leading receiver on the team is Dontrell Hillard. He is their <laughs> second string running back, and he has 144 receiving yards which is basically the equivalent of what Tyree Kill does every single week. This is a bad offense. They're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry a lot, but your only chance is if Patrick Mahomes has another uncharacteristic two or three interception game, which I'm telling you right it's not now, happening, man. it's not happening. I, if you want to fire up your fan base, if you want to fire up your team, that's fine. But like the worst thing you can do, the worst thing you can do as an opposing defender going into a game against the Chiefs is giving them any yeah, I, more motiva- motivation because they don't need it to whoop your ass, and now you just gave it to them anyway. Yeah, I don't want to repeat myself again with all the things that have already transpired around the, transpired around this game, going back to early in the week when Mahomes comments, this comment here, and then and and we mentioned the the dirty hit and all that, but like cut, like put all that together. Nick would say, put it like some goulash together. There we go. And and you think about the scenario that presents itself for Sunday off of a bye week as well. I just, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Chiefs will will come out and, and have a very, very strong performance from the get-go where they're not going to be going through the motions in the first quarter or so. And, and so I know we'll have our official game picks thanks to T-Mobile coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. Um, but yeah, I, I feel very good about this game. It does have a different feel than the Colts game because I know there's already – People that are thinking, wow, you guys were confident for the for the Colts game in particular. I just this one feels a little bit different as well, uh, coming off of, of the bye week. And the Chiefs are very, very healthy heading into this game. I uh, know Frank Clark, I understand that, due to the suspension, but they're really healthy. And uh, you didn't even mention it, but Malik Willis might be starting for them too. Not even like Ryan Tannehill carved you up a it year kind ago. It feels like Tannehill's going to be back, doesn't it? You think so? He's been limited or not practice all week. Well, if it is Ryan, if it is Malik Willis, like it, having him throw the ball ten times ain't gonna work against Chiefs. Tell you that right now. And if he throws it twenty, how many picks is he throwing? By the way, I was looking at this earlier. I was like, yeah. I was just looking at Malik Willis's stat line. Um, so on the year, he's seven for fourteen, fifty yards. Okay, zero touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, that is a QBR gold of three. <clears throat> I didn't and know that was way, possible. By the way, QBR is a 0 to 100 okay. scale. I didn't know that was possible. Three. <laughs> That's like, how is that I possible? I think Geno Smith's leading the NFL with like 76. Well, it's possible because, um, let me just go ahead and run through this one more time for you. <laughs> He's 7 to 14 for 50 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. So if it is him, and you're telling me that he's going to basically double up his, his season-long production in one game, that bodes well for Kansas City. I don't care what Derrick Henry does. If this guy's playing, you're going to have to do more than you did last week. Like, the numbers aren't available yet. 
because the, the betting markets don't know for sure who the starting quarterback is. If I were to give you a chance to predict, let's say Malik Willis is starting for the Titans against Kansas City on Sunday. What do you think the over-under yardage prop would be for Malik Willis? Because you, you just told me what he's done. Now, Justin Fields, who's really struggled this year, and they don't trust him to throw the ball either. At one point, he had a season-low prop for passing yards at 134 yards. He hit the over, by the way. Mm-hmm. What do you think it will be for Malik Willis if he's the starter? You think they're going to set it at 155 okay, and a aside half? Aside from him, aside from him, like who is currently the worst starting quarter? Is it would it be Sam Ellinger? Yeah, would that be the yeah. one guy? Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I want to see what his. They so they don't have any of these individual. It's going to be out until later on this afternoon, unfortunately. Yeah. Also, the, I mean, like, the, what, I the, mean, what's the lowest you could ever see? Would it be 134 like 134 was awfully low, and that was Justin Fields earlier this year, and it went over. I mean, like 112. That seems so egregiously if it's, low. If it's anywhere under 120, I'm betting the over. Because even in garbage time, like he's, come on, man. Like, come on. What if he's just not capable? Nick, in a full football game, if the Chiefs are kicking their ass yeah. and you give me an opportunity on any quarterback that's getting, if I used to tell me Malik Willis is starting the whole game and the total is anywhere under 120 passing yards, I feel like out of, I just have to take the over. It still is an NFL game. Yeah, I would agree. Would you not? Like, if I made you pick, you're sure as hell not taking the under 120, right? That'd be ballsy as hell. I don't think so. No, probably not. I well, mean, let it me, can't get much worse. Let me ask you, you guys a question. Who do you think's a better quarterback, Zach Wilson or Malik Willis? I would have Zach to say Wilson. Zach Wilson. Right, Zach Wilson had a game where he threw for 110 yards. So anything is absolutely... But they had, but they had special teams touchdowns in that for game. Sure, and for a, sure. And a defensive touchdown. So but, he had limited possessions. But I certainly think that Willis could come out and have a turd game where he puts up 78 yards. I think if it's yeah. 120, that's yeah. definitely a number where you need to look at betting the under. Yeah. Man, Man. I can't wait to see what that total is going to be, though, whenever it comes out. Like, that would be... How much would that move the line if he ends up... Well, so I think... There's a chance some of that's already built into the line, right? I think they're like you. You mentioned it with the KU game, how they're protecting themselves a little bit on the the line, depending on Sanders or, or Daniels. I think there's a little bit of that. Now the public might react if you told me in ten minutes that the news came out that Malik Willis was named the starter for Sunday. I do think the line would go up from eleven and a half, but I think that eleven and a half already is somewhat protecting themselves. Like they they want to come in with the number at eight and a half, yeah. And, and, and have themselves be more vulnerable. So I think the 11 and a half, 12 and a half in some spots is already factoring in the possibility of Malik not playing. But if Malik's playing, I, I mean, what, what number would you have to, what number would I have to give you to take the Titans to cover if I told you Malik Willis was starting against the Chiefs? Like, would I have to give Probably you 14? Like 14 and a half. So more than two touchdowns. Yeah. Because the Chiefs typically just don't beat teams well, by that. Well, two touchdowns is. Two touchdowns would be a comfortable win, and yet it still wouldn't yeah. cover. So, yeah, Someone says, 14 yeah, Malik, and a half. Malik Willis only had 55 yards last week. Why would you not take the under? Because also they were still moving the ball. And they were playing the Texans. They didn't, need to, they didn't need to throw the ball because Derrick Henry was dominating, and they were playing the Texans, yeah. so you don't have to really get into a shootout. Uh, speaking of which, we're talking a lot of bets. Should we do our parlay? Yeah, now? let's do it. Uh, here we go. It is our five on three. It used to be on five on five, but it's our five on three it parlay. May, it may get smaller. It may just be a two-game parlay eventually if we can't hit one of these. So three legs, one from me, one from Nick, one from Jed, and we put together a bet, and we, we make a bet as a show. I think Cody's got access to our debit card. Should we just make Co- – should we text Cody Which and make was, him I mean, make the bet? It's such a humongous mistake on our behalf. I think we should make him – put the bet in he's got the show debit card it's under his name he's got the tax ramifications anyway 
Okay. I'll tell you the leg of the parlay I'm going to go with. I, I gave out this bet on that betting show last night. You can check the podcast, by the way, up on the 610 site or on Apple or Spotify. Got all my picks up there. Nick Schwert also joined me talking Heisman odds. So you want to you want to check that out. Um, one of them was Boise State, minus 8.5 against BYU. Go out to, to Mountain West football. I really like this number. Also, it's gone down. So if you're going to bet it, I say 8.5. That was from my pick last night. I think we can get it at 7.5 now, Nick. Mm-hmm. But BYU on a four-game losing streak. Um, I don't see them showing up for this game. Boise State has one of the best rushing attacks in the Mountain West, and they're averaging about 5.1 yards per carry, and their defense is holding opponents to 17.5 points per game, the 12th least amount of points per game given up in the country. Uh, so I like Boise State to cover the 8.5. Let's get it at 7.5, though, obviously, if the line's gone down. So that's my leg for the parlay. All right. Yeah, I like it. Um, I have sort of went back and forth. If you would have asked me to lock this in yesterday, it probably wouldn't have been a different game, but lines have moved a little bit. Uh, I really liked at one point uh, Texas at plus two and a half. Now they're a two and a half point favorite. So I I put that one away. I really like the Packers at minus three and a half. But I just, I look at how close all these games are. If it were minus two and a half, I'd be all over it. But yeah, it's a tough week. Knowing how all of these games come down to it. So I'm going to a game that honestly, I wasn't really prepared to bet until I talked it out with you last night on the show. And the more I talk about it, the more I just feel like, it's a it's a great it's a great play. I'm taking Tennessee at plus eight and a half versus Georgia. You're talking wow. about you're talking about an offense that's averaging 48 points per game going up against the defense that's averaging allowing 10 points per game. You don't get this very often, man. Especially late in the season, the Ooh. num the nation's number one offense, the nation's number one defense, maybe the two best teams in the country. And typically, when you see this, where you'd say, "Wait a minute, how is Tennessee a top?" three team actually underdogs by this much. Well, if you go back over the years, I think it was Mississippi state who at one point was a, a nine and a half point underdog versus when they were number one versus number four, Alabama, Alabama won, Alabama covered. So usually they they're trusting the brand. They're trusting the fact that we know who Georgia is. Tennessee just started getting good this year. Georgia's defense is really good. They only have two returning starters from last year's national championship game. And they haven't faced a quarterback anywhere nearly as talented or an offense anywhere nearly as explosive as Tennessee is. And I just have a hard time imagining that all of a sudden this Tennessee team that just hung 50 on Alabama is going to, to get because yeah, that you can, Bama defense though. is not the old Bama. Defense, no, it's but, not. But this Georgia defense isn't the same, the same defense that won the fair. national championship game last year. So I still think Georgia could win, but you're giving me over a touchdown over a touchdown. Versus this offense that nobody has had any answer for. It's not just Hendon Hooker. Like, they're running the ball incredibly well. They do everything well. I just, if, if you're giving me an elite offense versus an elite defense, I'm always, always, always going to take the offense. All right, Jed, final leg of the parlay. What do you got? Michigan going on the road. They're 26-point favorites over Rutgers. Ooh. But I actually think that Michigan will win and cover based off the fact that they need style points going into the college football playoff rankings. So give me Michigan. I forgot your Michigan guy. This I think this is the so third blue. time. Yeah. The third time you've gone Michigan for one of our parlays. I know you hit that week I've, one. I've made money on him every Hawaii. time I've bet on him. I think him. you you took did you you took Michigan to cover the fifty. No, I think I took Hawaii took to cover. Hawaii to cover because it was Michigan. fifty-two. Is too many points. <laughs> so what is it? Michigan what? Minus twenty-six. All right, lock it in. You making it? Uh, we're in text Cody. Oh, okay. He's cool. got the debit card. All I right, think sweet. he has to make the show. Yeah, I'm not adding point. any money why would to we, you guys. Why would we use our own money when we have the show fund that Cody has a debit card for? We think. 
Well, maybe he spent it all. Maybe that's what he. Maybe he's on vacation right now with our show money in, in Barbados. Something like that. Up next, though, we get right back into the Chiefs, who are two and five versus the Titans since 2013. What's the reason for that? And of course, the random question of the day. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Jed Marshall producing for Nick today. Nick hosting for Cody today. That's how this thing works on a Friday. Cody will be back with us on Monday, hopefully talking about a Chiefs win against the Tennessee Titans. We'll get our official game picks in the one o'clock hour, also about a half hour away from heading out to Arrowhead to hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Nick Schwartz, what are you snacking on over there now? Uh, I just had a little uh, little Jack Link's beef stick. That you have dominated the vending machine today. It's sometimes like once once the floodgates open, I, I just, get it. I go back during every break. Um, but I want to read something from the text line that I think is a really really good point. Okay. Uh, from the 913, are you guys even going to discuss Drake's new album and his diss towards Kanye? When were we planning on getting to that? That was not part of the show plan. I know, but it's like everybody wants us to get Honestly, to it. Honestly, never mind, man. We don't need to do it. Kanye West is a jackass. Astutely put. Uh, yes, he is. There's not much. Yes. I don't really have much to uh, add that's, to that. That's a, a, a good way to put it. Yeah. What about What about Drake's new album? Will you be listening to it this weekend? Honestly, never mind. Is that what the album's called? I don't know. Is there a joke I'm missing? I believe that is the name of the I album. don't think it is, actually. It says 2020 latest album. Honestly, never mind. 
No, that was that was the one before this one that just came out last night. I thought this was honestly never mind. Okay, dude, if you say honestly <laughs> never mind again, I feel like I'm gonna get angry. It's not just Drake's album though. It's Twenty One Savage, right? Correct. If you say never mind, I'm gonna get mad. But that's what when you pull up Drake's newest album, that's what pops up. Mm. The joint album is called Her Loss. There we go. But that's not just his album. That is not his album. I feel like we're kind of burying the lead here, which is that. What, you want to talk about the album? Someone's stick to sports. No, dude, this is good. (laughs) Guys, this is good. Guys, this is a good conversation. You want a hot take? I don't think Drake's that good. Whoa. Wow. Wow, dude, you are. You're. You're letting it fly today, Jed. <laughs> you have a thought on the album? Is that why you want to talk about it? I haven't listened to it, man. But I know that uh, Robert Graft got name dropped. Apparently, uh, Megan The Stallion got called out. So, wow! I can't wait to dive into that at about two o five on I can't the way w- home. You know, that's the first thing I'm doing too. When I get in the car, man, mm-hmm. going right on Spotify immediately. Hell yeah! Is it even on Spotify? Who knows? I'm sure it is. All right, what did you want to talk about here? Um, we can just keep talking about random music if you want. Do you think Andy's listening to the new Drake album later on What today? kind of music do you think Andy Reid listens to? Ooh. Does Andy Reid listen to music? No. <laughs> Not any, not during seriously? football season. During football season, no. No, like on the way home? No. What's he listening to? Sits in silence on the car? Maybe he's calling his wife on the drive home or something. What kind of music do you think he listens to? Jay? I also don't think he listens. I, out of the scenario you painted, yes, yeah. I could see him driving home literally in silence That's and just serial stewing. killer either, mode. No, either in silence. That's not or, a serial not killer move. Either in silence or maybe he's. Can this be the random question of the or, day? Uh, or he's. Is it serial call, killer? To, he could be calling his wife or something. You don't. You know. Don't yeah, you call family know. members when you're driving home sometimes? Okay. Yes, but he's going to see Why his wife. He's on his way home to see his Hold wife. On, you think that husbands on their way home from work, never call their wife because they're going to see them in 15 minutes anyway? I don't think they call them just to chat. I, I disagree. I think they say, I think, no, I think they maybe call them if they need something, but you don't call just to Someone chat if I'm going to see you in 10 minutes. People saying classic rock, if they were to guess. What music Andy Jimmy read? Buffett. Can, oh, I could see Text Jimmy Pete Buffett. Sweeney. I'm sure Pete can work in a question that Andy would love to answer today, which is, do you listen to music? Okay, let me ask. I'll, I'll text I'm him sure right Pete will ask the question for us. He yeah. does like the Hawaiian shirts, so I could see ah, some Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Yeah, that, would, yeah. that does track there. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, text line, yeah. Someone else said Jimmy Buffett. Someone said Doobie Brothers. Hmm. Bruce Springsteen. He's, from, he's a Southern Cal guy. Remember that? Yeah. Bruce Springsteen is always a safe bet. For any white guy <laughs> over the age of 55, if you just guess Bruce Springsteen, there's a 50% chance you'll be right. Or if their name's Dusty Likens. I was going to say, did you know that Dusty Likens is apparently a huge Bruce Springsteen? He's the biggest. Yeah, he bought tickets. He's very excited for the concert that uh, in Kansas City. Although Kenny I think he's... Chesney. That's actually true. Whoa. I think we've talked about this. He does. I think he is a Kenny Chesney guy. Well, he's a part owner in Arrowhead, so he has to. Because doesn't he mm-hmm. go there like four times a year? Oh, Kenny I Chesney. see what you're saying. I got you. I, uh, I'm following now. I was like, what? I see what you're saying. I just saw Morgan Wallen's having a concert at Arrowhead in like April. Or something. I don't know what that means. He. Okay, he's they're famous friends. Artist. They go way back. So Andy Reid and Kenny Chesney go way back. So that's the answer? You think he's listening to Kenny Chesney all the time? Yes. Okay. So maybe he's listening to 610 Sports Radio. Exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure that's what he's listening okay, to. Apparently Kenny home. Chesney had him up on stage one time. 
It said well, that Andy, at the Arrowhead said, concert, yeah, it would make sense. And it said that Andy took his shirt off and was spinning it around his head? I'm pretty sure that did not happen. Huh. That's a weird that article. Is... I don't know what article you're reading. Okay. Uh, Pete just uh, informed me he will not be asking that question for Why us. Why not? He's our Chiefs insider. I thought Chiefs insider is supposed to help us as well get the questions he answered said, that we said, need. He said maybe on a Monday after a win, but not on a Friday. Friday press conferences he's are locked short. In. He's locked in. Locked in, and okay. they're short. They last like two minutes. Fair enough. So he's saying next Monday he'll ask. I do think Steve Spagnolo would be a Bruce Springsteen, Kenny, or uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett type guy. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely Kenny Chesney. Okay. <laughs> from the 913, Andy Reid loves the theme song from the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> <laughs> Used to watch that. Nice as a job. Kid. Nice job, yeah. Mike. Uh, we will get to the real random question of the day coming up in uh, in about five minutes or so. Uh, but thinking of Andy Reid, the Chiefs are two and five versus the Titans since 2013. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, I don't even see it. Somebody from the 913 said Christian Screamcore music, which I don't even think what is, is that? a real genre. What is that? Well, Screamcore is, is real. Like what's, uh, like what's that? Like Screamo. Okay. Like, I don't know. Um, you know any Screamo? Don't look at me, dude. I listen to Fish. I know. Oh, we do know this. Yeah, yeah we've talked about that. Like, like maybe like uh, like Slipknot or something. Okay. Okay. But they like the Christian version of that. Okay. It's just funny to imagine the meshing of those two genres. Right. You were saying? Um, the Chiefs and the Titans, you know, they play Sunday. Hell yeah. Yeah? And uh, I'm guessing at some point Kenny Chesney's music might be played at Arrowhead during the game. Maybe. Maybe it'll be one of those questions for 106.5 The Wolf up on the video board where the fans can yeah. can vote on their favorite song. Uh, but the Chiefs are 2-5 and five against the Titans since 2013. And I think a lot of this is like, why have the Titans played the Chiefs tough? Why have these been tough games? We know last year Tennessee came in uh, and, and took care of business. Uh, 27-3 win against the, the Chiefs in Nashville, I should say, not at Arrowhead. And I just think their style typically this year really stands out. They want to really just make the game ugly and muck it up. Like, and in the past, we could have said that, but at least they still had A.J. Brown. Ryan Tannehill's carving you up like he did last year. This weekend, they might not have Ryan Tannehill. They don't have A.J. Brown. Their top wide receiver is a shell of himself in Robert Woods. And then who's the hell the other guy you brought up, Nick, that's their wide receiver? Something Phillips is another wide receiver on their team. I don't even know who the hell that well, is. I didn't know who it was either, but then somebody was like, yo, he is him, and that would be Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips. He is a rookie wide receiver. Uh, he was a fifth-round draft pick out of UCLA. He is a 5'11 white guy, so he has uh, also eight catches this year. So The point is... Through eight catches and 78 yards, uh, one texter was ready to anoint him. Him. I got you. I got you. Um, they don't have anybody in the passing game. I mean, it is truly more than ever, more than ever, just Derrick Henry. Is this a worse receiving core than the Colts had, which was basically Michael Pittman and a bunch of dudes we've yes. never heard of? Yeah, because Michael Pittman automatically makes it a better receiving core. Yeah, Robert Woods is fine, but he's not. He's not you don't want him to be your number one. not the Robert Woods, though, from a couple of, I mean, he's, Well, he's not he, a number one. That, too. Michael Pittman is. Yeah, this is bad. And Alec Pierce is better than what they have. They used to have a good receiver. Maybe they should have kept him. Yeah, I hear his name, A.J. Brown. I think he scored four touchdowns in the last two games Yeah, for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. 
But at least they what, got it. At least they got like, Traylon Burks. What do you think it is though? Like historically, because I think this year it really I. I well, it's tough because we're not just talking about one era of Titans football. We're we're talking about going back. If you want to go back all the way to 2013, you know, before Mike Vrabel got there, before Derrick Henry was the starting running back and Mike Malarkey was the coach, even then. Andy Reid had trouble about against them. But I think one of the common threads there is back then that was Marcus Mariota as the starting quarterback. I think you had DeMarco Murray who, who had just come over and had that massive season for the Cowboys. The common thread between those two eras is they wanted to do one thing, which is they wanted to run the ball. And for teams who want to run the ball, that's fine. That sounds great in theory, but you have to actually do it effectively. And if you're doing it effectively, then you're controlling the tempo, you're controlling the pace. And I go back to the Bengals game from the the postseason last year where they said we knew eventually Mahomes was going to get impatient. He would start to take those shots downfield. And when he did, we thought we would be able to capitalize on him. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly how they won the game. We know how Andy wants to play. Explosive plays, pushing the ball downfield, getting big chunk plays. They are two opposing schools of thought for how you want to play football. And if you're also turning the ball over in those sorts of games, then all of a sudden the other team is dictating the tempo because now you're giving them extra possessions and you're giving them more opportunities to slow the game down to run. And I think it's not as if that's always going to work against the chiefs. No. You, you can't, you can't go against that style of play and let their running back go crazy and also turn the ball over. If those two things happen, if you turn the ball over and you can't stop the running game, you're going to have a tough time winning. Yeah, in this game on Sunday, I don't see – if you're going to try to come up with the scenario where Kansas City doesn't win, I don't think you can come up with that scenario without it including multiple turnovers for I the agree, Chiefs. I agree, and I, I mean, don't I think just, that's going to happen I'm, either. I, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, like there to me really isn't a scenario where Tennessee can win without the Chiefs just crap it all over themselves mm-hmm. with multiple turnovers. I agree. I mean, it, it honestly might have to be worse than the Colts game. I mean, that that's how much I don't believe in the Titans pa- being able to pass the ball at all in this game if Malik Willis is the quarterback. I agree, and we'll get into this more later, but yeah. this won't be the Colts game. I mean, you brought it up earlier with the comments made by Jeffrey Simmons. Let's just think about all the, the aspects of this matchup versus the Colts game. First off, you have the history of them killing you. That's going to get Andy's attention. Patrick Mahomes is one and two against him. That's going to get his attention. You're coming off a bye. 20 and three, Andy Reid. 20 and three, Andy Reid is coming off a bye. Jeffrey Simmons talking smack. That's going to get your attention. And the Colts, there is just a built-in level of respect. Excuse me, the Titans, it's a built-in level of respect for that organization and that coaching staff that didn't exist for the Colts. Every single aspect of this game would tell you the Chiefs are going to be focused. They're not overlooking the Titans. Yeah, not like worried about did, that at all this week. Like they did the Colts. Uh, and they're at home. <laughs> I, I, look, I understand Kansas City's lost at home oh, this oh, year. Oh. They lost to Buffalo. I get it. But, Remind me what but, time this game's being played at on Sunday. Yeah, it's prime time, man. Biggest uh, moments, Patrick Mahomes, prime time. Every single thing in this game points to me thinking the Chiefs are going to run the Titans out of the building. No, I, I, I can't argue. Can't argue with that. Again, we're going to hear from Andy coming up in about 15 minutes. Let's get to the random question of the day. Random question. It is brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. So let me just give you background on why I'm asking this question. So yesterday, 
uh, I had to come back up to the station for the betting show that, that you, of course, ended up joining me on, and we talked Heisman and everything. What were the ratings, by the way, for that segment? Huge. I actually had a meet. The boss gave me a raise immediately <laughs> this morning. He said Are the rating. kickback for that? Yeah, he said, man, the ratings surged. And he says specifically around 735. And I said, wow, that's it. He goes, yeah, that's when you had Nick on. I go, huh. Amazing how that works. So, if you want to throw anything my way, you yeah, know. no, I'm good. Thank you, though. Um, so, I was trying to get some food real quick before the show, and there is a shockingly, you guys listen to the show, a Chipotle that I was trying to go to right before the show started. And I got there, and the line was out the door. I'm like, okay, we'll see how this moves. And it was like three minutes maybe in line. I'm like, yeah, one, I don't have a ton of time, but also I'm not standing here. Normally I do the app, right? I order through the app, I can just walk past everybody, grab yeah. the bag, and go. That's usually the game plan. My question just is, when's the last time you either left a restaurant that you had sat down at and because service was bad and, le- and just left, or just you were waiting in line because it was too slow or they were too busy? When's the last time you just got up and leave? Because I don't do that very often. Usually, if I walk into the business, I'm probably in it for the long You're haul. You're pot committed? Yeah. Oh, dude. I do it all the time. What do you mean all the time? If just- I walk in, and I don't know, I don't like do the, the, the computations in my head, but if I walk in and it look and it feels like it's something I'm going to have to wait more than 10 minutes for, I'm out. I'll find something else. Like, I've sat down at restaurants and... You've sat at a table and just thought it took too long? Yeah, like if we order drinks and it takes forever for drinks to get there, I'll just finish the drink and then go somewhere else. Mm. Uh, I've done this at Chipotle within the past week or two. I'll walk in and, and it's a line and I'm just kind of sitting there for a minute and it's moving slow. And then I see if I see somebody up at the front of the line who's or, who's got like four bowls going and they're ordering for their family or for their group of friends, You're out. I'm out. That's why you got to use the app, which yeah. was the mistake I made so yesterday. So that's what I do. I get I get, I get uh, coffee a lot of times on the win. No free advertisements, but I get coffee he a lot of times. He goes to Starbucks. Dude, what are you doing? He goes to Starbucks. He's a big fan. They're not paying. They could, though, in the future. Now they know. Yeah. Yeah, the, corporates, the corporate <laughs> overlords at... Starbucks are now kicking our tires. That's right. Uh, I, I, I use the app, right? Put it on my phone before I leave the house, get there, walk right in, always waiting for me, grab it, go, boom. But every single day I get in there, there's people sitting there waiting. People that came there inside, and, and they always, always look so mad. This happened this morning. I get in there at like, you know, 745, and there are 15 people sitting around waiting for their order to come up. And they all, they, I walk in, they got their arms crossed. They're sitting back in their chair, like twitching, waiting for the caffeine. I'm like, dude, it's, hey, guess what, pal? It's 745 on a Friday morning. Did you not expect, uh, this is a Starbucks, a a fairly popular coffee chain. Did you not expect that it was going to be busy? (laughs) Every every single day, and I just, I walk in smug too. I make sure to play it up. Like, Why do you do that? <laughs> Why not? Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. What Showing about you? Off. What about you, Jed? I don't think I've ever actually left a restaurant because it was taking too long. You're just in it. Once you're in, you're yeah. In. You, you just go for it. Would you guys ever complain to people that this that it's no, taking too see, long? I, no, I don't do I'm that. also not a complainer. I mean, I yeah, complain I, all the time in real life, but not to people who are trying to do a job. I don't. Yeah, I, I usually even if I'm pretty good about it, even if the service. And the, this is, you know, the kitchen's slow or whatever. I'm pretty good about still not. What if you can, complain. what if you know it's negligence? It's not the waiter's fault. But usually. what if you know it is? <laughs> Let me present to you another scenario. I went to a uh, restaurant, bar and restaurant uh, down in the Crossroads area. This is several months ago. And went in, uh, it was dead. Like there was nobody there. Went in, sat down. Wait, just took a little bit too long to come over and get our drink order. Like we, we may have waited 10 minutes before she got our drink order. And we were like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Ordered our drinks. Again, she had no other tables. It was empty. It was empty. And we, after about 20 minutes, we yeah. see her walking around. She doesn't have any other tables. Our drinks still hadn't come up. And so at one point, I just decided, I'm like, okay, well, 
something's going on here. So I stood up to like go kind of like talk to her as she was walking across the restaurant. And before I could even say anything, I kind of like put my hand up. I'm like, excuse me. And she said, I'm working on it. Oh, well, you're out. Maybe she it's hit- because you walked in smug. I didn't walk in smug. You that said time. you walk into Starbucks all the time smug. Because I know what I'm getting. I walk I in think smug it's just to because the you're other age. This is a deeper you guys, seated issue. No, are you rude to the service industry? No, I'm He's not rude, rude all the time. No, you work I with wor- them every day. I worked in the service industry. <laughs> I'm very polite. I all I'm a generous tipper. I check every box for what the type of customer you would want to have walk into your establishment. I was only smug to the other patrons when I walked into Starbucks. Someone says, unless the service is terrible, they hardly ever complain. They try to make up for all the other customers who are completely unreasonable Karens. That is from the 913. Okay, yeah. I do feel bad for those people. No, and I'm always so polite to, to service staff as well. But like in that occasion, I said, something is going on here. Because we've been here for 25 minutes, and I haven't even gotten a drink yet. And there's no one here. From the 816, if I have terrible service, I'll tip 15% rather than 20%. Yeah, what's the lowest you would go on a tip if you're getting bad service? Yeah, I would say like I have never I ref, like I know there are some people that the service is so bad there's they they have not tipped before. You can't no, do you, that. Yeah, say, no matter how bad I understand it's a service industry, but no matter how bad the service is, I'm still gonna tip something. Yeah, because those people are making something. like two dollars an hour. No, obviously, like you, you're tipping a percentage for a reason. I mean, if the service flat out sucks, I'm not going to give you. Let's say you're going to plan on giving them twenty two percent or something. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would drop it down to fifteen if I thought the service was crap. That's, I mean, that is part of the. But I, I think it's completely rude though to not tip at all, even if unless it was just a complete bleep show of of service and the food was wrong or just the person was complete jerk to you and. It would have to be a complete disaster. You know what does annoy me a little bit is when they do the automatic gratuity. I get it when they do it for a big party. Like if you yeah. have a party of eight or ten, or if you it go makes on, it some easier. like vacation areas yeah. have it automatically built in. But like I, I, there's restaurants I go to where it's just me, and then they automatically do the gratuity, and it's like, dude, I would have tipped Tip you more. more. Yeah. yeah, I would have tipped you more if you didn't do it like My this. My favorite thing now though is some of these restaurants have you can just scan the barcode when they're so they're, they'll hand you the receipt. You just scan the barcode and you just pay through your phone. It's the best thing ever. I love that. It mm-hmm. makes it easier for everybody. You're not waiting to get your card back or anything. You just scan the QR code and you can digitally pay for for everything. So I love that. All right, coming up next, we're headed right out to Arrowhead to hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid one final time before they welcome in the Tennessee Titans. Cody and Gold. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.